0: And now, here's your host of Shaping Success, Wes Tankersley. What is up, everyone? Welcome to Shaping Success. I'm your host, Wes Tankersley. I do not know if we can hear you if someone hops in here on the YouTube. Let me know. Let me know. i uh, missing a few people here. Nikki's usually here right now, but we will see what's going on. It is officially baseball season. Rough game last night. I am not a 49ers fan. I am a Giants fan. That is for sure. But, you know, I was kind of hoping that the 49ers win that game last night. So if you saw the game yesterday, Nikki, how are we doing? Can we hear here? Because I did not hear the intro music. So just kind of weird. We have these technical difficulties every single time, it seems like. But that is the way that it goes. Um, Yeah, so last night was the game, right? I know everyone is. Not everyone watches football, but it was it was the big game. And Oregon uh, ers lost. It was a good one. It was overtime. You know, I mean, it was okay. It was kind of what I expected the way that it was going to go. But in light of the um, Super Bowl being over, as I said in the beginning, baseball season has started, which those of you who know me know that, you know, I mean, I am a big baseball fan uh big baseball coach I was a baseball coach you know you can see a couple of the teams I coached over there um so what I like about baseball versus what I like about football I was a pretty good player I was a decent player in football I mean I I don't want to brag about like who I was when I played football because I obviously did if you listen to me got a scholarship to play football in high school but I really love baseball and baseball was one of those things that just it kept me going it was something that for some reason like my my I talk a lot about like not quitting and not you know giving it everything you've got and all that stuff but um it's not as loud but I hear okay well fun we can adjust that later I suppose it's kind of weird I don't know what the hell's going on we'll figure it out um but anyway I when I was a little kid my first little league team I was playing baseball as a kid and and I was on a team where I didn't get to play a lot I wasn't really good I mean I never was really a great baseball player but I was I was okay and when I was I think probably in the third grade I played little league in And then I actually quit the team. It was the only time that I ever quit. And I don't know why my dad didn't stop me from quitting because, you know, he stopped me from quitting later in football and life and told me that I could never quit anything that I started. So kind of interesting to see how that went, but they didn't allow me to play. And I was just kind of bummed out and whatever lesson learned. But later on when I got into like the fifth grade and how I hated baseball and I wasn't going to play. And then all of a sudden I went back in and I started to play again. Um, I realized I really loved it and I was pretty decent. And I think that that was just at a different time in my life when, you know, you're a, you're a third grader, you don't really know. But through high school, um, I always thought I was going to be a teacher and a coach, which I ended up being later on and don't do anymore because I found that there was a lot of things that I didn't like about it and why I did it. And um, wasn't this, it wasn't a good enough reason to continue to do it. Um, but I learned a lot of things as a coach. And thought back on in high school, like why I didn't play and those types of things and how a lot of times we go into this. And it's funny. You listen to these baseball coaches or just coaches in general and kids like that who come into the game and like they just automatically think they can play. That their parents think that they're better than other ones, that they know more than the coach and this and that and blah, 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 blah. And kids would come in and they'd talk about how they were better and they don't know why they're not playing, but they wouldn't come talk to you. They'd just go home and listen to their parents, tell them things and stuff like that. I was kind of, I was kind of that kid. We always thought that we were better. You know, we always worked harder, but we weren't talented. And that was kind of the hard part was like having to deal with the fact that you're not as talented as someone else, because a lot of times you have those gifts and what you have to realize is that you must work harder than most people sometimes in order to accomplish the goals that you want to accomplish. And so we'll do a few baseball quotes here this morning. Um, One of the things that I really love about baseball is the fact that it is a game of failure because we talk a lot of times about failure being something that we can't control, we can't do, we can't, um, we just, it's, it's a tough thing, right? Like failure is something that you want to quit. It's not working out. Let's quit. And just like I quit that time, you know, when I was in um, when I was in Little League, it was like, I could have overcame that. I could have worked harder, I could have done more, I could have done whatever. But if you think about a baseball player, okay, and this is kind of a cliche thing, I feel like I say it over and over again. But they get up to bat four times, and if they hit, you know one out of four, they're pretty decent. If they hit two out of four, they're really good. If they hit three out of four, they're really good. If they go four for four, they're really good. But a good batting average, three out of 10 times, because 300 is the kind of gold standard or whatever, If you're above a 300 hitter, you're pretty damn good. Which means that you've been successful three out of 10 times, right? Which is amazing to think about that. But what you have to be willing to do is if you go up there the first time and you get up to bat and you strike out, you have to make an adjustment. And if you don't, then you'll strike out again. And so that's what I love about it. Like there's lessons in the game all day, every day. What did you do? How can you make an adjustment? How can you be better? How can you hit the ball again? And that's what's really cool about baseball for me. And so you go through it and I just think about it. And (laughs) there's some funny ones on here. There's some quotes um, that are pretty good here. But if, think about it, okay? Think about that. There may be people, this is, this is from Derek Jeter, okay? There may be people who have more talent than you, but there is no excuse for anyone to work harder than you do. And I believe that, okay? I know that things get tough every once in a while, and you want to give up, and you, and you fail, and you think that that's the end of the road, But you can always work harder than the next person. And you need to remember that you need to leave it all on the table. And if you haven't, what can you do to do that again? What can you do to be successful? Did you do everything you could? And part of life is being willing to try again, right? The moment that you fail is the moment that you quit. So your work ethic is is something that you have to live with it's like integrity it's like something that if you knew that you went out there every single day and did the very best thing that you could do no matter what you can be happy with yourself whether the result is not finishing or not getting it done but did you give it all that you got and i think that that's the hardest part is like a lot of times we're just like i don't have anymore and we realize that maybe we have a lot more in the tank than we thought we did right um I've talked a bit about David Goggins and how I listen to him and how he just pushes his body no matter what, which kind of goes into this next one. You can't win unless you know how to lose, right? Unless you know what it takes. Okay. Um, Nikki says work ethic is an equalizer. You can't just rely on talent. And it's amazing how that happens. I want you to think about, like, if you played sports or anything in life, think about the person who is the most talented in the room. Okay. Think about it. My daughter, and I'll use those because these are kind of like life things with me. My daughter is a really good drawer, and she's gotten really good at it, and she practices over and over again. And then I listen to her talk about sports, right? Like, I'm a sports guy, so the hardest part for me is to relate that I'm not really an artist. She is. So I try to relate to that and see what she's doing, and she says, I'm not good at this. Like, I can't kick the ball very well people make fun of me this is this this is that talking about like playing soccer or sports or anything in general and I and I have to relate to her and I tell her I say you know if you put as much effort into soccer or football or baseball or running or whatever that you do into the art how good do you think you will be I had this little sticker in my truck that she drew for me when she was in kindergarten and it's been in my truck the whole time that it's there And she looks at that every day and she goes, I'm such a better drawer than that. And I said, yeah, but do you remember there looking at that where you started? What did you have to do to get to where you are now? And she is way better and she's getting better every single day. But then she's complaining about these other things and complaining about those other things and knowing that are you giving your best effort here? Are you giving your best effort there? It's amazing to see what can happen if you do give your best effort. But you also have to learn to lose, right? Because if you can't lose, then you're not going to know what you need to do to change that. And I think that that's where we get lost. We got this mentality in the 90s, you know, like I am i am Gen X or Gen X adjacent, whatever you want to look at it. The days that I was born, I was born in 1980. And it, whatever chart you look at, you know, Gen X goes from here to there. I, I'm definitely like... If you think of the epitome of what Gen X is, that's what I am. Like, that's where I grew up. I I took care of myself. You know, like, they talk about those Gen X things. Well, the millennial kids, it's like, you can't be home alone. I mean, even to this day, I was thinking about when I was 10 years old, which w- how old my daughter is, I was home alone. I was watching myself. I was taking care of myself. My parents were at work. That's what had to happen. They had to work so that we could survive and we're doing these things. Well, now it's like, if I left my 10 year old home, I'm going to get a call from child protective services saying, Hey, you left your kid at home. You know, like this is just not something that you do anymore. We would go outside. We would play. We would do all those things. Not that you can't do it, but like society says, this is not okay. Right. So then you start to think, well, okay, I get an award just for showing up. Right. And we've got this like no one can fail. It's not okay to fail. And then we get this mentality that we have to be willing to know that we can't fail. It's not okay to fail, not happening. And so then now we've created this generation of people who think that you don't fail. And if you do fail, it's a bad thing and you don't have to do it and you don't have to work any harder. So learning how to, how to lose, you know, you think about these guys last night that lost the Super Bowl. Do you think that, uh, Brock Purdy Purdy and Debo Samuel and, I don't know, I don't know all the guys on the 49ers. Nick Bosa, you think that they're just going to go home and go sleep and do nothing? Or do you think that the people who are going to win are now like, what can we do next year to make it better? What can we do to be better? So they've got some time off, and they're getting ready to move forward and reinvent the wheel and try again because they're not going to just quit. So... That's kind of the thing about sports. It's just crazy. Um, let's see if we can find another couple ones here before we uh roll out. Because this is just gonna be a little shorter one, I'm thinking. Um, but I, you know, I'm just excited. I'm excited that uh baseball is here because that is kind of my deal. Let's see here. Araldis Chapman you guys know who that is this guy this is a good one this is kind of along the same things that we're doing right now but he's a guy who can throw over 100 miles an hour well I mean Nolan Ryan could do that too but they Nolan Nolan Ryan one of the greatest pitchers of all time anyway Araldis Chapman says no one's perfect we make mistakes but the important thing is we learn from them and move forward move forward I don't have that. I should put that on a shirt. (laughs) That's one of the things that we have to be willing to know that even though we make that mistake, it's still possible to continue to keep going and move forward. This is going to be the last thing I leave because we talked about this last week. You know, it's funny. I posted a TikTok, I posted a clip from the TikTok video, Dog and LeBron. Which I want to reiterate, and someone said, this is the stupidest take I've ever heard. I want you to think about Michael Jordan. Think about Tom Brady. Think about Joe Montana. Think about the people who are really good at what they did and how they did that. And this is my comparison to LeBron, and you can call this you can call it stupid. You can call it whatever you want. I don't care. I knew what I was getting when I was posting the clip because there are these people who look at LeBron and think he is this god. And I cannot stand the guy. Because the reality of what happened with LeBron is that he was playing in Cleveland. He couldn't win with the people that he had around him. He couldn't bring them up to his level because he is good. I'm not I'm not denying that he is good, but one person does not make a team, right? One person does not make that team. So what that person has to do, and you look at Kobe and you look at Michael, watch The Last Dance if you haven't seen it. You want to see the difference between those? LeBron decided that he's going to go play with very talented people. He was going to go leave his team and go play with them. And I'm not telling you, you think about who Michael Jordan had on his team. He had Scottie Pippen. He had Dennis Rodman. He had Tony Kukoc. He had all those guys around him. But guess what? He took those guys to the next level because he expected them to work just as hard as he did. So he brought them up to his level in order to win. And they would have been, if Michael Jordan was not there, do you think that the Bulls would have not won that? I think that if LeBron was not on those teams, they still could have won. They had talented people, and they just brought in this super team. It was like the dream team, right? You remember the dream team of the 80s that won all the basketball games because in the Olympics because they had every single excellent player on their team. It's not the same. It's not the same as making the team rise around you. That's why, I mean, you look at the San Francisco Giants that won all the World Series, what happened? They had a bunch of people that just didn't want to quit and they made each other better instead of just being, here's Barry Bonds. Like, you know, see what happened with Barry Bonds when they tried to beat the Angels in the World Series? Didn't do it just on one guy. So you can have as much talent as you want, but you can't beat that work work ethic, okay? So that's kind of the difference I feel like between them. Being able to do whatever you possibly can to work harder the next day. Okay? That's kind of it, you know? I want you to think about that today. We'll, we'll talk tomorrow a little bit more. A little short one, but I'm excited for baseball season. Super Bowl Super Bowl season is over. Football's done for a little while. But I can guarantee you this. The people who lost that game last night, just like the people who won that game last night, are not sitting on next year waiting for waiting to happen. They're going to celebrate for a week and then they're going to get back to work. And that's all there is to it. People who win, do that. People who work hard, don't quit. So go out there today and think about what it is. If you fail at that goal that you set today, be willing to go out there and try again. Be willing to go out there and make yourself better. Remember that even though you strike out, you got another shot. You get another at bat. You may run out of those bats at bat sometime, but they are there right now and do everything you possibly can in your power to be the best that you can be today, no matter what it is that you're doing so that you can be proud of what you did till next time. I challenge you to find the shape of your success.